It will, yeah, dude. It will. We'll <laughs> Next episode's podcast: How to prevent wind cold in gym equipment. <laughs> Everlong, everlasting gym equipment. <laughs>
the product of the lung, whereas like it's not like a functionality. It's like its own thing. It's like it's yeah, it's like an, yeah, like what you said. It's like its own thing. It like belongs by itself. Yeah, um, I think Wei Qi in the most simplest forms, it's like uh, the protective chi against like external pathogens and it's just like the, on the surface of your skin. So if B, let's say, for example, has low Wei Qi, he is more susceptible to like colds and like all these kind of skin conditions. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like it, I think it, it's supposed to govern the surface of your body. So that includes like your opening and closing your pores. Um, especially for me, I suffer... I, I used to now uh, suffer from a lot of eczema conditions and things like that. So it would in turn affect my Wei Chi stuff. I, I think you could probably hear it. The, my no, Like I'm very nasally. My voice is just naturally very nasally. So have you found that because obviously your eczema and stuff has gone now, has it improved your overall like Wei Chi? Do you find like you catch colds less compared to before when your eczema was a lot worse? I haven't really thought about it, but I think so. I actually really don't know. Um, a, a part of me is like, yeah, I get sick less, but then my mom said the other day and I'm like, that I get sick all the time. And it's kind of Yeah, true. but that's just like a mother thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think one of the problems with Wei Qi as well is that people are quick to die, like Chinese midwives, they're like, well, students, they're quick to like diagnose with like Wei Qi deficiency and where it would might just be like a lung Qi deficiency or might just be um, like an external pathogen. It's like you don't actually have Wei Qi deficiency. It's just that the pathogen is in. What, what would you what would you classify as a Wei Qi deficiency sign? Uh, for me, it'd be like sweating. But is there anything else that you, that's like a call out for you guys? Uh, sweating maybe even not so oh. much. It might like maybe your Wei Qi is like weaker, but maybe not like a deficiency. Okay. Um. And that's like comes back to that whole like Shang Han Lun thing where it's like the the Jing Chi or the inner Chi is like pushing up or like the Yang Chi, whatever word you want to use. <laughs> that, uh, that's like pushing up, so that's like holds your Wei Chi in place. But when that's like slack, your Wei Chi like comes in a little bit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they got to like fight to yeah. each other. How I sort of think Wei Chi deficiency is like imagine you have like um, a factory that produces like the protective. Um, You're all about factories. Hey, everything has to work like a factory. The body's just one big factory, if you think <laughs> about it. Just workers everywhere. Um, I see Wei Chi deficiency is when, like, the defensive barriers, like, the defenses are down and, like, <laughs> things will come in more easily. But whereas, like, when the wind cold affects it, it's just, like, the factory, there's nothing wrong with the factory. It's just, like, it, the systems are just down because the um, EPF and stuff can attack your body sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like in those video games. I don't know. The first thing that, that <laughs> exactly like, what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, no. Exactly. That was like a of. more formal version of what I was thinking about. I was thinking like you know, oh, it's like it's like there's like there's a game like Gattaca or something like that. Like where you're like in a plane, and then you get like the power up, and then you have the shield. Like that. I was thinking of Star Wars. Do you know the Death Star? And then oh. how he had to go down and shoot the generators for the shield. That's damn, what I was thinking. Of. Damn. So That's yeah, very so relatable. <laughs> I was also thinking Rick and Morty, but I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Gattaca a movie? No, is uh, that the playing game? Maybe Galactica. Galactica. Is that the game? Gattaca is a movie about like um, finding like yeah, no, like no. perfect genomes. <gasps> oh yes. yeah, and like yeah. having a, like a perfect race. Anyways, common colds. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go into that, so yeah, good thing you cut it off. Yeah, let's let's not diverge <laughs> into that. 
Um, Comic Con. So, what do you guys see? So, uh, we had this period of like hot to cold. It's very dry, wind. Um, what's the first signs and symptoms you guys see in patients or yourself or? Oh, uh, personally, general, I see it, general like, people like throat. The tonsillitis thing is something that goes on first for me. Um, but something. So that what type of feelings is it? Like, it's what like type of symptoms? It's like because somebody's not going to come in and be like, right, I've tonsillitis. Got, I've got a tonsil. Well, well, like, <laughs> I mean, they might. <laughs> I got one right here. I got a tonsil. <laughs> <laughs> There's something back in my throat. I've never seen it before. Never seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's like if you swallow it, kind there's kind of like something there. Um, or it feels like something's constantly pressing on, um, on like the back of your throat ish. Is that is that a way good Isn't way? That I c- plunstone? Well, there's pl- uh, okay. That's sort of yeah. I don't know. It feels like that something is there that is just there. I, I it's I, like obstructing the swallowing. Yeah, it's like obstructing the life. swallowing, but not as much as plumstone. Like plumstone. Plumstone is like, is like here in your throat that you yeah, cannot in the throat up, while like. But this is like swallowing while the. <laughs> <laughs> <Charlie>. <laughs> Uh, you can your third eye with your microphone, like. Gosh dang! I love it. Um, yeah, it's like it's like behind. Oh, it's it's where yes. where they should be, where the tonsils are. It's like right <laughs> where there. the tonsils are. Where the tonsils are. Yeah. It's like so that difficulty swallowing. Yeah. Type pressurized in the throat. Yeah, yeah, and if you want to look, if you want to see like a visual representation of it, um, you get a torch, shine in your mouth, look at the color of your 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 tonsils, see if it's red and all that. That's usually a good sign. Not really one that people check, but. Good sign of what? Uh, wind. It depends on the color, but usually it's your like pathogenic invasion. EPA. Are you are you looking for like wind heat? Like if it's red, inflamed. Yeah. Oh, it depends. Like really gross looking. It, de- it like the colors of the of the tonsils do depend on what type of EPF you have. If it's red, it's more of your wind heat. If it's red and has like a little little pus in the area, wind like wind heat damp even can be purple sometimes. I think that's a good. Like sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, I think fine. there's a good um, time to step back and have a look at the different types of colds. Because yeah, when yeah, people yeah. come in, they're just like, "I have a cold," and then you, as a practitioner, have to differentiate between, "Ah, uh, what kind of cold is it? Is it what kind of types do you most commonly see between the different types of common cold?" Yeah, that people we, normally say? we are taught certain aspects that we're like, okay, if we see that, then that's a sign of heat. If we see it's that, that's a sign of damp, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so there's like the the four biggest ones is like wind cold, wind heat, wind damp, heat more, and wind damp cold. Mm. Yeah, would you say? Yeah. yeah. And then like wind dryness, wind dryness is your yeah. four biggest ones, would we all agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I feel like uh, wind dryness is usually something that is transitioned. I feel like it's like wind heat or cold first and then it transitions to wind dryness. No, I think I think more like the weather that we had a couple of weeks ago was more like that wind dryness. It's sort of like, it's it's only like a little baby pathogen. It doesn't really affect much, but it gets your throat and it gives you that dry, itchy, hot sensation. And you're like, ah, this is just irritating. And like, no matter and how like, much... you don't have yeah. any other symptoms, but you're like, I've got this really sore throat and I think this is going to make it, like, I think I'm going to get a cold next week. I'm not sure. And then they come in and they're like, look, I don't know what this is, but it's sore. And you're like, well, yeah, you were probably caught out in the wind. Yeah. Because um, it was like hot and then it was like cold. And then it was like really windy and it was really dry. Mm. So yes. anything for that, just in terms of treatment, like what do you guys do? 
Uh, like we'll just start in that wind, that sore throat, wind, dryness, heat thing. Anything warm is really good. I've found anyway, like calming and warm chamomile tea, lemon. No, my my the the mum remedy is chamomile tea, honey, and lemon. That is flames, dude. That is awesome for that type of stuff, especially the tonsil, like the inflamed tonsils and stuff. Charlene, what what do you normally do for like that wind, dryness, sore throatish thing that coming around? That you could contribute. Join the conversation. Some tea. <laughs> what are you putting in your tea? Peppermint. <laughs> Peppermint oh yeah. Tea. No, fair call. Fair call. Or pears. Pears are really good oh. to moisten the throat. Just any pear. Um. A pair of pears. A pear. <laughs> um. A pair of pears. Who was telling me that? Actually, it's probably my mum. That you cook the pears with some honey and some ginger, like slow cook them. And poaching hun- them. Yeah, or oh. poaching and oh, then like drink amazing. the liquid as well. They make like a caramel sauce. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I know about bacon. caramel sauce. Some, that's some ice cream. Bacon, oh, bacon that's Nick coming out. Who are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> do you work in Ligon Street? Is that oh what you gosh. do? You open, up a, open up a shop. Next thing yeah, you know, you've got it. wind dryness and wind cold. <laughs> 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 so what type of pears? Just any pears? I just use the green, not the nashi pears. The like, I don't know, pack and pack. The what? The pack up the whatever. Packing them, packing them. Packing them cranberry line. The packing them cranberry line. We've been getting an influx of packing them pears from Wing Colts. What's going on? Uh, you know that one that sounds like packing them. Better keep you wallet close, dude. <laughs> Shout out to those people in packing them who need more pear sellings. <laughs> These pears won't only take your wind dryness. <laughs> They'll take your phone, your wallet, your keys, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost B. Mm. He's gone. So like the classic like greenish pear that's like kind of yeah, soft. What's it called? I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, we'll be safe by website. I think it's like, like yeah, it's pack, like pack something. I, I think it that's is almost packing them. That's very because I was like, wait, that's a pack suburb. So something like that. I don't know, but yeah, pears. Pears. So yeah. you're just like poaching your pears. I in that eat action. them because. Honestly, effort sometimes to wait for it to slow cook. Um, but yeah, whenever I feel like I've got a dry, sore throat, I just go for a pear. Yeah, nice. Um, that's Packham's Triumph. Packham's? Pears? Pears? Uh, close enough. That's pretty Packham's. good. Packham's. That's pretty good effort. There's no, pa- there's no N, so just Packham. 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 Packham, mate. Hey, get my pears and Packham. Packham and Packham and pears. <laughs> my, my go-to is that uh, that Jerko Pipalu throat. Cough syrup um, stuff. Yeah, never tried that. That stuff is the bomb. Good for inflammation and stuff, stuff, or is it good for like? It's good for that. Yeah, good for that. Like moistening. Oh, uh, right. Um, because that you sort of get that cough with that dry throat as well sometimes, and even if you like don't, it would just good to help soothe that irritation. So what I do is I have like a teaspoon of honey, and then put uh, twenty mils or whatever. Um, and then hold them like in my throat and just like slowly swallow. Oh, so it like so coats good. the whole throat. Yeah. That's so good. Keeps me good for a bit. I gotta I look for a way to get that. I think we underestimate like hun- everyone uses honey for everything. I think honey is such a good moistening throat um, <laughs> ingredient too. Yeah, it is. Well, we were discussing this. Yes. yes we, were ta- we were discussing yes. this the other day. Vegan honey. Cause oh, yes, we were discussing this. I thought yeah, we were for people who don't. Don't consume, like bee honey. What? How would the properties differ? And would vegan honey 
be good, like a good substitute if we're talking about honey having that sweetness, um, that moistening property in Chinese medicine. If anybody, like any listeners are, are using vegan honey instead of like real honey or whatever, please like let us know result-wise if there's any difference. Because, yeah, we're talking about like Jugan Sao and using like vegan honey, which is like an, yeah, like an apple-based... Apple based. Bears, yeah. okay. Um, which is interesting because it, yeah, like changes the properties mm-hmm. because like yeah, apples and honey don't have the exactly the same stuff. Mm. Same properties and, and stuff. Depends yeah. like what apples you're using and whatever else is so interesting. I'd be interested to find out what um people who can't take the stuff that we're recommending, like vegans and stuff, and what they would use for their colds and like that sort of home remedies for them that fits for them. Well, I mean, like pears, pears and ginger yeah. and yeah. lemon and stuff. Yeah. Is I just yeah. up with honey, I guess. I just yeah. don't know about that geocopy bubble. But mm. on that, I was thinking about making my own. Talking about like baking. Oh, <laughs> oh. <Honey pill. laughs> no, no. What's this? What's this? Honey no, pill. No, no, no. That yes, but honey pill would be good. my own cough syrup actually, um, because I was thinking like you just like cook the herbs like you would normally, and you like make a stock. And then you sort of reduce that down and just make like a glaze type thing. Ooh. You know what I mean? Can you imagine if you like say this and then you actually make it and then Nick Minute Nick's a millionaire? Like, <laughs> look at this miracle. miracle or somebody concert. steals my idea on from the podcast and no, makes no, it. Let's just not get that specific on the podcast. <laughs> and then none of our listeners can steal that. And we also add this secret Ooh. ingredient. Yeah, the secret yeah. ingredient. Yeah. 11, 11 secret spices and herbs, man. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Yeah, so I was thinking about that. Like, I don't know. What do you guys think? No, definitely. Do you reckon work. it would work? Yeah. Oh, I mean, just as long as you don't go like over sweeteners and stuff. As like in to reduce it into like a little glaze? Is that that? Yeah, like you just reduce it into like a syrup because I mean that's how you do when you cook. Yeah. Like to make a jus or whatever. How would you prolong the shelf life? Like, how would you store it Ooh, or like that type that's a of good thing? Good idea. Because I mean that stuff is good, but they. Add extra things to make it sellable and like you how, know how last you, longer. That is a good. How point. do people with droplets usually preserve theirs? Because I know. Well, it's like alcohol based, yeah. so it never goes off. Oh, oh yeah, because that's uh, what do you call it? Because we did that. Yeah. That's, yeah. We'll that's get onto right? that. We'll get onto that soon. Yeah. What if uh, I was gonna say? What if you infuse it? But I don't think that. I think that. No, that sort of yeah. that doesn't really work. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Mm. How would you? That's a good point. Is that just interesting like through a droplet, like your glaze thing? Is that through a droplet? No, I would say like just like a syrup. You would take it. Just the same as like cough syrup. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you'd like reduce it into like a thickish syrup. Yeah, or you could Yeah, or you can have like a base of like something that's a little bit thicker and then put the glaze in with it and combine it. It'd dilute a little bit, but yeah, you, you could. could have some sort of medium to actually administer it. Like how like mm. we do with creams. How we have like an aqueous cream or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Within that. Hmm. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. All right, moving on. <laughs> I think we should talk about because um, we talked about wind dryness and stuff, especially because here in Melbourne, it's a lot of fairly autumn. dry. It is very dry. Yeah, yeah. In comparison to everyone else, I mean, everyone I haven't else, yeah. been many other places, but I've heard Perth Melbourne is, is very dry. Perth is quite dry, also. It's out in the middle of the desert. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You left yourself over for that one. Sorry, even my osteo was talking shit about Perth. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's a, it's not a Melbourne thing that we just... We talk shit about everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melbourne just talks shit the about... Melbourne's the best, mate. Well, Sydney talks <laughs> shit about Melbourne, Melbourne talks shit on Sydney. Yeah, Perth talks shit about everyone, really. Yeah, yeah but the East Coast. Melbourne's the most livable city. That's it. <laughs> uh, no, not, in, not this year. Oh, this year was... You got knocked off by you. I say you. <laughs> you got knocked off by some... Somewhere. Jeez. 
I'm moving. Let's go. They sound. We're moving. Let's go. Yeah, we're, 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 we'll move to them. No one knows about it though. Like even though no. we've lost the rain, everyone's like, yeah, that place, you know that. That place no, with Rel- more livable Noel stuff. Burnians Anyways, will like stay on it, and they'll be like, <laughs> "We no, were, we, we were, no, we are, we are." <laughs> what right. New Year's? Nah, don't worry Vienna. about New Year's. Vienna. Vienna. Oh, Vienna in um, Italy. Okay, that's more popular. That's in somewhere. Is it Vienna in Italy? Vienna's in Austria or something. Oh, it is in Austria. Have you read that book? Let's get on to Winkold. We got the pyramids again. Let's talk about Winkold. Um, so, what do you like? Classic wing colds, signs and symptoms. So, so, so signs and symptoms. Always in the shoulders, man. Always there's tense shoulders. Every no matter. The Taiyang. Yeah, that. Oh, I'm I'm not really well rehearsed in well, the well, Shanghai Lun. Yeah, but shoulders it manifests there first, and no one ever realizes it. You got to check in and say, suss out how tight your shoulders are, and the first thing you're gonna wonder if if you're getting sick or not. I, it always it always passes my mind. And I guess one of my take-home messages is if you're having sore shoulders, just make sure you're checking in and taking care of yourself so you don't get sick straight up. And related to that stiff neck. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, definitely. Headaches too, that type of thing. Yep. I think what else me, is on there? Um, probably runny nose, like very liquidy, like you just feel like your nose is leaking. Clear clear or white, is it? Yeah. Clear. Yeah, it's, yeah, like yeah, it's generally yeah. clear. Wing cold. Uh, chills and fever. Alternating yeah. chills and fever, yeah, yeah. or just chills and fever, both. Uh, I think aversion to cold. Alternating is like semi sort of something else. Yeah, yeah. it's like Xiaoyang syndrome now. Yeah, mm. I think there's different levels of wind cold. Yeah, there that is. invade your yeah. body, yeah. and then like yeah, you take it down to like sweating or no sweating. Mm. Um, either that's or. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. you can have mm. either or. I think it that just depends on treatment. How like depends on how far it develops because it can turn change from like no sweating to lots of sweating, and I think that. That means that you've gone down the level in terms of like Xiaoyang and then now you're starting to move to Xiaoyin and like Dreyin and all that stuff. You know, yeah. Once you start. By my knowledge, by my understanding, mm. I don't think you want to ever get to Juyin. No, Zhuyin. no, no, no. That's like, that's like death, dude. It's, it's <laughs> how you, it's pretty much how I imagine it. die. That's, that's It's death. like end game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this guy's caught a cold. Stick him out. We're going to stick him out. That was his butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Reddit, dude. <laughs> Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. So, like, once once they caught the cold, this is, like, the cold that you see in, like, the olden days where people actually die from colds. Rather than, yeah, you know, we yeah, have, like, yeah. the cough, like, right, stuff. Right, right. That's like where influenza I think, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, plus, plus. Um, yeah, but you either, like, determine, like, guizhi tongue or ma wang tongue for, like, sweating or no sweating stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, what are the... Uh, what are the, what are your go to treatment plans for like wind cold day say somebody comes in day three wind cold well common cold you've identified wind cold with all those signs and symptoms what are you going to do for him what's happening get him on the table <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> I think for me the first thing would be to release the exterior when it comes especially when you just caught it you want to chuck it back out the so what what are you doing. Are we talking about acupuncture or herbs or everything? Um, I think cupping, cupping, yeah, mm, cupping. Cup on do fourteen. Yeah, I think yeah. going back to your dry throat, something that's real like I found really cool was you uh, needle do fourteen, and you get a little blood, and then you just like chuck a cup straight on it, it sucks the dry throat straight out of you. The listeners would have heard that from the last podcast that comes out. Next, last week. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From now. Yeah. So how no, many weeks like from now then? In that case, 
Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sure. <laughs> in the last in the last podcast, they would have heard all about it. Yeah. 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 Throwback. So um, even like cupping to fourteen, yeah, is good. Do you do you, do you think the 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 needling is better or the blo- actual bloodletting, like getting a lancet? Psh, Both. Yeah. Oh, in terms of making it bleed. Yeah, because needles don't always bleed a lot of the time. Like sometimes they will, but sometimes they won't. So would you rather get a lancet and just psh, chuck a cup on there or needle then cup over? I always thought about that for a while. I'm not Have sure you tried? No, because we're not well in our clinic. We're not allowed to. So. Um, that's just, I haven't tried it or like at home or anything like that, but no. I think you just want it so that there's an opening for all the pathogens and stuff to come out. Mm. It's the main reason why you want to just open a hole or prick the bleed or yeah. some sort of thing like that. Yeah, I wonder the difference in like just cupping and then like pricking to bleed and then needling do 14 as well. Because I mean, just cupping is beneficial in itself. It brings like so much pathogen like to the surface and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did, didn't you mention how I, I was talking about this today? Um, didn't you mention how a cup brings out the cold stagnation in some yeah. places? Yeah, they would have also heard that in last one. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, do you think that still applies when it applied to two fourteen? Will yeah. it take? Yeah. yeah um, because isn't that, isn't that point mainly for heat? Is that right? Overall heat in the body or on the surface, or is there uh, is there something else that I'm missing? Do fourteen. Yeah, it's all the the meeting point of the young meridian, so ah, it's right. like yeah, where the pathogen enters, yeah. type thing. Yeah, it's really good for getting rid of that exterior stuff. What other points would you guys use for wind cold? I always go lung seven. Yes, that's well, a that's a classic. Lung seven, large intestine four. Yeah, either or. They both work. Large intestine four. God, seriously, the god point. Why do you go young, large intestine four? Um. I feel like that will... T- the command point of the face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for that. It commands the face. Um, it does have some wind-clearing like properties to a large design for. I remember that was something that we learned. Um, also, just being in that head area, it's good to just, like I said, dispel wind and things like that. I think it's wind heat, too, that it does mainly, too. But I like, to, I like that. I like the, strong, the, the strength of that point. They're like the strong moving. Yeah, it's action. really yeah the moving action. Sorry, yeah, being part of the four gates and everything like that. It's it's a good double whammy, I reckon. Uh, what else do you use? Gallbladder twenty, wind gate. Yeah, wind, wait, no, 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 no. Is no. it called wind gate? No, no, that's that's gallbladder thirty one. Is it thirty one? Gallbladder thirty one. Wing wing. Is that wind gate? gate? No, wind I don't gate. think that's. No, it's we've gotten this right down the podcast. No, like uh, yeah, I thought wind gate was bladder eleven or bladder. Really? Oh no! There's another bladder. There's another wind point on your foot. I could be thinking about that one. Lots of wind. Forty-one or something. Yeah, it's wind pool. Wind pool. Well, what's this? Gallbladder twenty. I'll be confident. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna be confident in my gallbladder thirty-one. I'm gonna lock it in. <laughs> wind. Wind. It's, wind it's like wind. It is wind. And something. then gallbladder thirty-one is. Feng which is wind market. Damn it. Wind market. Hey, no. Where are you told to get your market? But a 12 is wind gate. Is wind gate. Oh. See, I was yeah. pretty close. I was closest. It's not a competition, all right? All right, Tim. No, it's... All right, um, sorry. All right, go ahead. Sorry. It's the Wheel of Fortune. Really insecure right Is now. it the Wheel of Fortune? No, the price is right. The price <laughs> The price is right. That's where you got to get to the closest. How long has it been since that's been on TV? Like I don't know. Wasn't Bob... Was it Bob Barker or something? That's the host. <laughs> Anyways, 
That's the What other points? What other what other <laughs> points would you use? Um, for wind, uh, for yeah, wind cold. Do twenty. Yeah. Do twenty. Yeah. But some local points as well. Yes. Like for if you've got sore throat, if you've got a runny nose, such yeah. as sinus pain, twenty. Sinus yeah. pain, head tongue, do bladder two. Yeah. Stomach two is always good mm. for like frontal uh, from like the maxillary sinus. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've got like chest congestion, CV like CV seventeen. Yeah. Like I think PC six. Yeah. So my what the way I usually structure my treatments is that I usually focus on the wind cold or wind heat. And then, so all just wind and then heat or cold, and then the local points of where uh, to get like a almost like an instantaneous or uh, instantaneous relief from something, a symptomatic relief. So let's say they have like a tight chest, CV17. The symptomatic relief is like really good. Like, is it called systematic? Whatever. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like that stuff is really good. It's like, if you can walk out of here better than you walked in of, into here. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that's the key, and I think we all and this is, I guess is a little bit not relevant, but kind of diverting off. Um, we have to almost up that because considering that we're treating in a more Western-based medicine type society, we have to almost um, really emphasize the symptomatic relief because that's how people measure how better how good they're getting is their their symptoms. Especially yeah, that's it. I think that just goes in general as well. It's like you. To to make sure they walk out of here like better is like building confidence. It's like this person actually can help, um, even though like things do take a long time. But you know they go to the GP and then it's like shotgun, like just take all of this or just like this will fix today. Like antibiotics or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, Ooh, and you will feel better. But it's like with us, you know, we got to fix both now and then. Um, that's a hard balance. Talking about help, I think we should move on to the topic of um, self-help. What can what can like the listeners and stuff who do who don't see like a Chinese acupuncturist or something like that to see like take home remedies that they can do for themselves? What do you guys? We got dive, dive into tips because yeah, that's is that a part of tips. Yes, yeah, that's a part yeah. of tips. Always like always rug up, just always rug up. Cover the the was it the nape? Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The nape of your neck. Always cover that up because that's very susceptible to. That is the, the wind gate, hey, gang, area. Um, <laughs> Wasn't it wind pole? <laughs> oh, no, wind market, dude. <laughs> um, Every Sunday, wind market opens <laughs> that's up. That's it, that's it. 20% off? <laughs> <laughs> cover um, up, cover up. No, seriously, cover up that area because you're going it's, to, it's very susceptible to, you, you're going to get sick if you keep that open to the wind and things like that. Be mindful of what you're wearing, especially in Melbourne. Bring a jacket. And what about like if, like that day, well, those days it was like really windy, but it was like 20 degrees. Oh, I mean, <laughs> 20 degrees. That's it was like help. 29 degrees. It was like hot. What do you say then? We're a windbreaker. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're a windbreaker. Just something <laughs> that just doesn't expose that area pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Like if you feel you're, if you're starting to feel that you're a little bit sensitive to the wind while it's still hot, that's normal. It's not necessarily have to be cold and wind for you to feel like not very comfortable in the wind. Like you can, it, a version of wind is a thing for, you know, some people that don't, it doesn't really click for a lot of people. Um, if you want to, you can, uh, like you can cover up, like a long sleeve is fine if it's super windy because it can still affect you even if it is warm. Even just wearing something thinner so it's not, you don't like overheat. Yeah. But just not, as long as you're covering You're not exposing area. your pores to that wind. Yeah. 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 What else would you tell and uh, like someone who's... What do you do to not catch colds? 
dry your hair. Dry your hair, son. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, that's a good tip. What are you, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that whole thing? Because people think drying hair, drying your hair to prevent yourself getting sick. Because that's like a very I mean, old I've got Asian very thing. Hair, but yes, no, I yeah, I was always brought up like, especially people with dry. long hair. I think because yeah. sometimes they just wrap their head in like a towel and just let it dry like that. I think that tends to um, let of let a lot of the water residue like seep in and don't like get cold. You know, that comes back to like being cold leads to getting colds. Yeah, because people still... People don't really believe the idea that if you're physically cold, then you could, you might get catch a cold, might catch a flu. People still are against that whole idea. Really? Yeah. Is that a thing? That's yeah, a thing. Look, because like, um, they re- yeah. they've, they've done research and stuff where they're like, they try to like figure out, even though you feel cold, um, there's been saying that it's because of the people like spreading it around. So like, let's just say that um, a better way to put this is because you feel cold, you go inside and then there's lots of people normally inside and that's how cold spread. Uh, like that. Yeah, I used to think Just that too. finding something else to blame. Yep. Something easier. Something more, something else to avoid. Just stay warm, man. Just stay warm. Like, even if you're sweating a little bit, just cover up still. still okay. So, now you've got a cold. What do you say? What do you say to this? What do you say to yourself? Like, what do you do? I've, I've tried Can't out... Can't get s- treatment? So what do you do? The way they can't get treatment? Yeah, so you've got a cold. Yep. And you can't get treatment, you can't get in, whatever. Budget's budget's tight. Take a day um, off. Take a day or two off. At the very least, it's going to do you, it's going to get you real far. Because if you keep working with it, then it will start to go away, but it won't actually go away. So like resting. Rest. First of all, rest. Sit yourself down, cover yourself up, do a thing. Try to not expose yourself to wind so that you don't get worse. That's a, that includes air cons um, and everything like that. As you can hear the aircon <laughs> turning off after <laughs> 35 minutes of a common cold podcast. <laughs> um, definitely rug up. Even if you're sick, if you've got that, you got that little sweat with you too, definitely still rug up. All right. So we've heard that. Rug the heck up, bro. I want you We've heard that like a thousand times. A thousand. Hey, did I mention make to sure rug you up? rug up? Make, make <laughs> sure you made, rug up. Did you, did you, did I mention to rug up? Yeah. I found, to going back, sorry. Before catching a cold, I found that people who sweat, like after going to the gym and you don't wipe down all the sweat you've had. Or cover yourself up or rug up. Or wipe down the gym equipment. Oh, don't get me started. Don't what, get me the started. gym equipment will get a cold? It will, yeah, dude. It will. <laughs> Next episode's podcast, how to prevent wind cold in gym equipment. <laughs> Everlong, everlasting gym equipment. <laughs> yeah, I think if you don't wipe down that. the sweat... After the pause, <laughs> um, your pores will be open, and then what happens is you're more susceptible to like when wind or cold stuff or heat, st- hot stuff invade you because your pores are open. You didn't wipe down the sweat. That's what will happen. But yeah, so I found that when you've got a cold, ironically, doing the opposite, where it's, I found for me at least, where I try to induce sweating to try and release the pathogen, really helps me. Yeah, see, I'm I'm a big believer in, like, not sweating too much. Like, I don't want to be, like, in a pool of sweat, but I do want to be, like, sweating it out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be, like, like yeah, like, consuming my body fluids and my yin, but I do want to be, like, expelling pathogen. Like, hey. I don't want to have to change my clothes from the amount of sweat, but I want to know that I'm, like, sweating. How do you know the me- the perfect medium between the two, then? It's like your your skin is like damp, mm. like you're not like there's no like visible sweat, 
but you can feel that like you're hot and you've been sweating. I think it's not like you've run a marathon, but it's like you've covered up under the sheets on like a hot day. I think for me, an important thing too is to make sure you wipe down the sweat because otherwise it'd just be like what I was saying before where you're more susceptible to letting... It's like opening a gate. It's like you want to open the gate so you let stuff out, but if you leave it open, more stuff is just going to rush back in. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I like that. I like that. Hmm. What do you think, Charlene? What do you normally recommend a patient for like a take-home... Or yourself. Or yourself. Yeah, whatever. Warm water. Don't drink cold water. That's like a like an everyday thing. It's a lifestyle Again, thing. Again, don't but drink. True. If you Stay want away from anything cold. If you want that relief for your throat, definitely gravitate towards more warm drinks and things like that. Mm, definitely. Definitely. Um, my other thing, my other thought that I come up with was turn off the fan at night time. Like oh. don't sleep with a fan on. Ooh, or with um, the window open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how I caught my one before that. Like, yeah. Lorinda is massive on the fan. Hi, Lorinda. That's <laughs> Lorinda. She won't listen this far in. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Lorinda. But, yeah, like, she's huge on sleeping with a fan on, um, no matter what. And it's, yeah, I what recommend about, against it. What about people who live in, like, really hot environments, though? Like, let's say, um, uh, like, people who live on the equator, like like Malaysia or something, where it's boiling hot it's like 30 degrees all year round well well, i think they get like they're like susceptible to like a different type of wind cold they're like more that dampy type cold um where they yeah they get more sweating and stuff i would assume um i don't know they might sweat more day-to-day life so their body might be like more susceptible to getting sweating Mm. so be like more like the ma huang tang yeah type body type well what i did was because I was in Vietnam and I in- inevitably got sick, unfortunately. But that was because I was exposed to the wind from the aircon. If you're gonna be in the, if you're gonna be in the hotel, put the aircon on maybe like half an hour or something before you actually go into the room. Somehow, I don't know. Work it out with yourself. I don't know. Um, that way, you're not actually <laughs> exposing yourself to the wind from the aircon. It's just the yeah, the, just the, like the cool down cool. the room. First, the room yeah. is cool. You know what I mean? So I that's think something I did. A good thing is too is like not let the wind blow onto you. You should let it blow in the room and then just feel it cooler, sort of thing. I, like it goes, it's like kind of obvious, but it might not be so obvious to some people. Where it's like, oh, it just feels better when it goes straight to my face. It's like that's how you're gonna get the wind, cold, heat, dryness stuff. Is if you let it blow straight to your face. Yeah, we didn't talk too much about herbs, which is disappointing. But um, some of the go-to formulas, just quickly for wind cold, wind cold, oh, wind cold, well for just cold. Yeah. I just confused everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's staring at me blankly. You guys are giving me two different answers. You're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wing right, cold? Wing cold? Go to formula? Guizhi. Yeah. Ma Huang Tang. Depends if you're sweating or not. It depends if it's legal. Yeah. Depends where you are. Yeah. Uh, wind heat? Yin Chao San. Oh, Yin Chao San. Yeah. And then like a wind dryness. Do you guys have like a formula? So There's like that good yeah. one for like, it's got the word lung in it. Oh. Yeah, that one. Ching fei I think there's that one. Yin? Ching fei yin. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one's good for like the wit, like the lung function. Yeah. Any other herbs that you guys like go to for that type of stuff? Jin yin hua. Jin yeah. Just like combine them in a tea even. That ju hua, jin yin hua. Peppermint. Guiju tends to be. Peppermint, chrysanthemum. Guiju tends to be the most common factor. 
when it comes to herbs. So definitely. Yeah, definitely. Harmonizes the w- yin and the way. And Guija's cinnamon <laughs> for those that don't do Chinese med. Yeah, for those naturopaths or Into a Western little bit med of people. A little bit of that cinnamon, just a little bit, not too much. Yeah, which it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing about cinnamon, you know it has zero calories in it? Zero. 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 Absolutely zero. Absolutely zero. You How just like sorry? have a bit of flavor and you're like, huh, zero calories. How many, sorry? Hmm. Uh, zero. Oh. Okay. The cool. ling. <laughs> <laughs> My bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Okay. Let's get out of here. Zero. Zero minutes left on this podcast. That's a lie. There's oh. like two minutes left to wrap this up. So thanks for listening to the Common Colds podcast. Um, comment on our Facebook group or on our Facebook page. Um, if you have any answers to the questions that we post today, don't forget to like us on Instagram and let us know what you want to hear about next. And as always, we're the Forever Young Podcast and we'll hear from you next time. Bye. Bye.